0: Hi there. Good afternoon. I guess I got to fade this out real quick so I don't get busted by YouTube. How's everybody doing this afternoon? Happy Friday. I think everybody is uh enjoying the rain a little bit here. We got a little bit of rain going on. Did that happen? That did happen. Good job. Okay, so anyway, happy Friday. Hope everybody's doing okay this afternoon. Um got a message. Got a message for you this afternoon. It's uh interesting it's a prophetic word actually and it's actually the last word for um judgment judgment's already starting if you've felt the change in the atmosphere versus um everything that's been going on around us the last four days you've either shifted into two places you've shifted into promotion or you've shifted closer to judgment those are your only two options You've shifted into promotion or you've shifted into uh, judgment. You're coming closer to judgment. So anyway, today's 15-minute rev deals with that. And we're going to be labeling this truth versus judgment, justice against Goliath, and then bigger fish. God's saying you've got bigger fish to fry. Keep your focus. God's got a lot for you to do right now. Um, A lot of good things happening for those who have stayed obedient in this hour and staying focused on him. And so there's a lot of good things happening. And I also, before we even start today, I want <clears throat> to thank Margaret Rowe, first of all, our sponsors. Thank you guys for helping us out and helping us to bring this podcast to our listeners. We want to thank them because Margaret does a phenomenal job. If you catch her stuff. Go over and check her out at margaretrowe.com. She has dressed a lot of different stars, a lot of different people on the red carpet. And so she's got some beautiful stuff on her website. Go check her out. We want to thank her. Well, as faith clicks, Karen Odd, we thank you very, very much for what you do for us on our website and everything you've helped us do. But what we have coming for you as a listener is as of January 1, EW is going to be opening its doors through a class called Monday Night Live. We're going to be starting a new class for intercessors and front runners who want to learn how to war at higher levels. Um, Well, we can begin posting links. for you. We're going to be doing that actually as we come closer to the event for the new channel because we're starting a new channel for you to go and watch this on. Um, We want to teach you how to get your hearts cleaned up and actually teach you how to come up higher into higher firepower because of the times that we live in. And I think that um, I think we're going to be posting two free meetings per month for you to actually navigate, learning how to navigate through God's heart and getting uh, yourselves um, educated on how to do what we do. And what God uses this ministry for um, to where you can come up alongside of us and see how UW does things and hopefully to assist you in having a stronger prayer life. Um, we're also going to be covering topics like deliverance, obviously, uh, witchcraft, hot zones, and how to move in and out of the enemy's camp during C2 <clears throat> so that you can move through the heart of God with a lot more ease. Um, I will not be teaching this. Actually, it's going to be one of my teachers. So You're not going to be having access to me unless you become a member. And that that's something you need to think about. And we want to give you kind of a taste of what we do. And let you give a, get a taste of our flavor to see if if you even like what we do, what God uses us to do. So that's going to be for you. Hey there. Hi. Good afternoon, everybody. So um <clears throat> that's going to be one way we're going to be presenting this for the public. We've been trying to figure this out for a long time, um, how to do this without jeopardizing everybody else on the team. And so it's it gets complicated when you get into deliverance ministry because you you meet people with issues and so you meet people who don't want to change you meet people who uh, don't think they have to change and unfortunately we're living in a time where if you want to go higher into higher firepower you have to change. So we're going to be giving you that opportunity hopefully you'll like what you see and what you're learning. You're going to love our new teacher Sonia Vega. She's a phenomenal teacher. I love her teaching style so she'll be heading that up for me um, starting January 1. So (laughs) Which leads me into witchcraft. Um, what is witchcraft hitting you with? God knows everything in the kitchen sink. But this is the good news for some of you. If you've been obedient and getting free as of about four days ago, you should be, or you should have hit a place where none of the stuff affects you. So I, again, I'm going to say what I said at the beginning of the conversation. You've either hit two places. You've either hit the place of judgment, closer to judgment, or promotion. One of two. You can only be in one One of two places. And so that's the only two directions you have a choice of being. So for witchcraft, though, <clears throat> what they are doing if you're lower and you haven't come up higher, this is what you're probably experiencing is the pressure from innocent blood sacrifices that they're going to be doing daily up until the 31st through November the 6th. That's what you're going to need to be binding, binding the power behind it and breaking it off that you can actually help to free up the country um so warfare was really bad until about four days ago for some of you for me it's gotten great i'm very very happy um it's gotten really light and airy and i'm super relieved (laughs) very very happy because before that point it was pretty stressful but god's doing a new thing right now and so i'm really really excited for those uh, who are walking along with us in this journey so we're really excited to see where god's taking us but the enemy if you're in the lower rings, again, he's throwing everything in the kitchen sink at you. <clears throat> and um, so hopefully you're in that new place. But God wants you to know that nobody can stop his plan. Nobody can stop God's plan for you. Nobody can stop God's plan for the nation. Um, And so we're on a trajectory with him if you stayed aligned with him. And that doesn't mean even if you think you're hearing the Lord, and You stayed in an old wineskin that you're on the right trajectory. Let me just point that out. There are a lot of different people, and I think this is what's made it confusing for a lot of a lot of sheep because <clears throat> pardon me. There are a lot of different people in this hour that have gotten they listen to so many people that they don't know who's who anymore. They don't know who's who. And you don't know who's getting cleaned up and who's not, unless their rivers are pure and holy so god says blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god so my prayer for you is that you've chosen to get cleaned up and you've stayed in the right stream of pureness to keep you moving forward with christ in this hour instead of getting caught up with all these other people at the lower rungs of the totem pole so to speak because if not what's happening is they're listening to these prophetic voices and yes the gifts and callings are irrevocable but if you're not getting cleaned up Then your gifts not getting cleaned up and you think you're hearing just fine but you're not hearing anything at all you're not hearing the right voice so the lord says this to you um you need to be careful who you're listening to first of all but i'm still going to have my way and the lord said staying stuck in the spirit of religion is not alignment that's not alignment it's you choosing to stay the same or staying stuck in your same old ways which is based on isaiah 14 27 acts 5 39 jeremiah 44 28 29 where the Lord of Heaven says, and I'm going to read to you, um, Acts fourteen twenty seven, which states, "The Lord of Heaven's armies has spoken. Who can change His plans when His hand is raised? Who can stop Him? Who can ever cancel such plans?" And so I want to encourage you, and also quote a, a a quote from Bishop Mark sharona who recently asked his audience, he said, "Do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Because it's time to get it all back." That's Sharona 2022. And and although, and I want to move into this place, if you have moved higher, this place feels kind of strange at first because you're on a new level. And so the witchcraft on other people might try to manipulate your outcome or future or try to make you think, well, I'm not aligned. I'm not in the right place. But you know you've been hearing God and you've been coming forward in obedience and God's saying, don't worry, I have this. I have you. And all I want you to do is keep trusting me all the way through. We're walking you all the way out of the old and into the new. So it doesn't matter what the enemies has planned. Through evil people in this hour, it doesn't matter on the national level. It doesn't matter on any of the mountain levels. It doesn't matter. God says, if you've been faithful to walk with me through this place, I'm walking you out of an old trajectory. I'm not leaving you stuck with the people who've stayed stuck underneath the apparatus of religion. So those people can go do whatever they're doing. We're not wasting our time on them anymore. But God's plan will always supersede the enemy. So just keep your focus on him. Because God knows what he's doing. And he knows what the enemy's counterfeits are going to try to do to stop it. Let's say, don't worry. Don't get your eyes on them. Keep your eyes on me. But we're living in a season where old wineskins are falling off. So that the blind can see and the deaf can hear again. And once freed... Those sheep will never go back to that apparatus of religion and confinement ever again. They will continue to move out of the old and into the new into the new so the vision you know it 's funny because I had a vision yesterday, and I saw all these ladders, all these ladders in the spirit, and I saw different leaders climbing different ladders, and like the leaders were like not the leaders ladders were like this, and the they were climbing. Different directions, and I saw leaders that I didn't expect to see. Um, and I actually, you know, it's 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 interesting to me because sometimes we think that some leaders aren't getting it when they're actually getting it better than other leaders. And I've actually seen some of our older older leaders, like our fathers of faith. And if you know any about anything about the fathers of faith, pardon me, about the fathers of faith, um, these these gentlemen are moldable and pliable. I mean, they really, really are. That consists of Kenneth Copeland, Jesse Duplantis, Jerry Savelle, Creflo Dollar. These are our fathers of faith. They've been teaching our generation about how to decree a thing, decree a thing, decree a thing, and stand on the word and, and learning to walk with God through a thing. And I was watching them, and I saw them in this vision, and I thought, this is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So even at their age, they've stayed moldable and pliable. They didn't get stuck. They had the wisdom not to get stuck. And so praise God, because that, we need them. We need them. And i talked about this on, I think, Wednesday, where I was talking to our audience about making sure that you glean everything from these fathers of faith, because they are teaching so much in this hour for our generation. And before God takes them home, you need to be gleaning everything you can. Not that they're going to go home tomorrow, but you know what I mean. You need to be gleaning and taking everything you can and learning everything you can from their ministries because that's why they were put into the earth. But they were lifted up for such a time as this. And so this brings me to Jeremiah 51, 54 through 50 to 34. And this is where our conversation gets a little hot. Um, and it's talking about wonderful Babylon. And um, the apparatus of religion and those fighting for it have fallen. And they don't even know they've fallen. And what's so sad is that they're getting less and less powerful. And they don't even know they're getting less powerful. Again, I go back to the beginning of our conversation where I told you, if you don't realize where you're at because you're so blinded by your own pride and arrogance, that in your own perceptions of being off, that you don't see that you just step closer towards judgment, then all I can do is pity you. But this is where we're at God warned everybody the whole way through hey ready or not here I come I'm coming out of the old and into the new and there are a few times in my walk as a prophet prophetess where I know that I know that I know that I'm hearing the Lord on something and this is one of those times I have zero uh, compassion for what I'm getting ready to say because God has tried to tell these this is what I'm doing and so it's between you and God whatever happens to you happens to you at that point I don't care So here we go but i never thought i'd see this but finally we do see some people starting to wake up and they're being shaken and god is shaking their trees he's shaking them away from evil people and it is about who you're hanging around right now you don't need to be following people that are yes men you need to be seeking the lord for yourself to see what the lord is saying to you about a situation you need to be getting alongside of true good men and women who you know hear the lord who they really really hear the Lord and you need to be comparing what you're hearing in your quiet time versus what God is saying and if what the people the true prophets are saying is coming to pass then you can count on they're hearing the Lord correctly and so I would be if I were you I always compare myself I spend a lot of time with the Lord a lot of time in prayer but then I go and I compare what God is saying to me with the true prophets and I make sure I'm aligned like that and make sure I'm hearing him correctly but if you're not you're only hearing what you want to hear then again that's between you and god none of my business so definition of babylon what is a defini- definition of babylon i thought this was odd yesterday when the lord had me look this up um the definition of babylon means this the city is both a prophecy and a type of a religious system destroyed by god hallelujah i'm so glad to say that so isaiah 21 9 based on Isaiah 21, 9, Jeremiah 50, 24, 51, 64, Revelation 16, 9, and 17, 5, and 18, 2 through 3. It gives me a lot of joy to say that. <laughs> so, because it's about time. And so I'm ready to see God's people get free. And as a deliverance ministry that gives me great joy to see people get free because when you see what's on the other side after coming out from underneath all that garbage, you're going to say, oh my God, Dr. Missy, I wish I had known this a long time ago. And that's what God's been trying to show you the whole time, the whole stinking time. He's been trying to get you free underneath all this garbage. And so the name Babylon is derived from Akkadian word, bibelu, meaning a gate of God. And it is an evident counterfeit of God's eternal city. So it's a counterfeit for the way that God meant for kingdom to operate in. And so we have a lot of people right now who are stuck underneath this apparatus. And I've been preaching about it the last year and a half. And we have a lot of leaders who have been acting very badly towards the sheep. They've been acting very badly towards God. And a lot of them are underneath judgment because of not aligning correctly. And they think they're okay. And again, if you're fivefold and you're with yourself 24-7 and you've surrounded yourself with yes men and God has started to bring in the truth, it's too late now. I have news for you. It's too late. You can repent all you want. Judgment's here. He's already made a decision. So this whole attitude of, oh, I was just kidding. I didn't mean to do that. I I didn't really mean what I was doing. Because you got busted in what you were doing to the Lord and what your heart condition was reflecting. God said, it's too late. I've already judged you. And so this takes me into the conversation where it talks about God judging Babylon because of her brutal treatment of Israel when they knew all along that what they were doing was against God's plan and his ways it's what got him judged and it speaks about jeremiah's prophecy where it opens with god saying i'm ready to perform my word kind of like bishop sharona's word do you know what time it is and are you on the right side of god's heart in this in this hour i don't know what that is you thank you so I on the right side of God's heart. Meaning, have you chosen to get free from a few things where God can bring you into all truth and not just your version of it? So, you see, this is where I really love the side of God. I really love the side of God. Because when you've been in a battle of monstrous proportion and you know it was Goliath trying to come and knock you out of position. And, and God said, hey, hey, go grab those five smooth stones. And you're kind of like, what? What does that mean? And you're like are you sure god is that really really gonna work and and then you're and he's like yeah yes i do i, I do and 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 the lord said I'm, I'm fixing to knock the enemy's head off with the truth and with judgment kind of like what david dealt with when david was faced with his goliath during that day so if you've read this passage in jeremiah <clears throat> god did what he said he was going to do he's faithful you see god's a, a man of his word He's a man of integrity, and he's raising up men and women of integrity, not yes men, not people that are just loyal to different voices because they've been with them for a while. They're t- they're going and they're studying the word of God, and they're comparing what they're hearing, making sure that their hearts are not dysfunctional, but functional and healthy, to make sure that their perceptions aren't off, make sure that they're aligned in the sour, because of the way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. And so if you read the passage in Jeremiah, God did what he said he would do. He's a faithful God. He's a man of his word. And if you've walked with God for so long that you take your relationship with him for granted, this is what gets a lot of people into trouble. Because so many people have walked with God for a pretty good while, especially those underneath the apparatus of religion, where they, they... have taken on this attitude of familiarity with God. And I don't know about you, but anybody that I've ever been in relationship with, when I get too familiar with them, when I take them for granted, it usually hinders the relationship. It usually, in some capacity, the relationship starts kind of stagnating. And so a lot of these people have taken on this sense of this false immunity from judgment. Pardon me. When all along, god has been warning them to get into alignment with truth hey good afternoon bp and if our truth doesn't match god's especially if your truth doesn't match the true prophets then somebody's off hey good afternoon which means somebody's fixing to get judged for being off when god confirms it because god always confirms himself in twos or more so we have two groups of prophets here one is a stagnant stalemate, an old wineskin, and the other ones are the true remnant. And I've even watched some of the true, and this goes for apostles too. You're an apostle, prophet. You, There's a two groups, fake apostles and prophets now, stagnant, old wineskin. Those are the ones that are off. And those are the Balaams as well in that grouping, or Jezebel. And usually they all operate in Jezebel in some capacity. But it's a dysfunctional mindset and a dysfunctional heart condition that's kept in there and and then we have and this is interesting to me too and then we have this grouping over here that i'm seeing and i've seen quite a few apostles do this like about one two three three so far and i thank god for them actually four four apostles do this where they are literally stepping away from the old wineskin apostles and they're saying i'm not touching that with the 10-foot pole i'm not going with you in that you're off you're not hearing god you're caught up in your own arrogance you're caught up in your own dysfunction and i'm not touching it and they're stepping away from relationship with these people i'm seeing it literally with four apostles right now who have verbally stated this all four and i praise god for them because they have they have integrity they're showing the true integrity of god so you're finding out who is who in this hour which is the further separating that we're seeing and unfortunately for the ones who didn't obey this cost you this time this really cost you cost you everything cost you everything and some of you it's going to cost you your life so that's between you and god again i have no compassion for that um, because i feel like they get what they get and they chose what they chose so it is what it is and i'm just about my father's business so this is only business to me um and it's at that point too for some of us as prophets you have to flip the switch off and you flip your emotions off and it is what it is so into the conversation which talks about jeremiah forty four twenty eight twenty nine. 29 if you know anything about people that refuse to listen to god they head for calamity they head for calamity and it speaks of it in the scripture where it says those who escape the sword <clears throat> i read this on wednesday as well will return from egypt and it was talking about israel they'll return from egypt to judah a few in number it's only a small people a people group that will get out from underneath this mess Pardon me. For the whole remnant of Judah who went to dwell in the land of Egypt means they got caught up in a foreign land with foreign gods. They didn't listen. We'll know whose word will stand. Mine or theirs, says the Lord. Yours will either be your flesh or his word. Either he's God or you are. That's something you have to figure out, and that'll come with you realizing when you're under judgment. And this will be a sign to you that I'll punish you in this place, declares the Lord, so that you may know that my threats of harm against you will surely stand. So if you know anything about King Zedekiah in the book of Jeremiah, all rhyming today, um, he was a rebel against Babylon. And he was a rebel against the Lord. And I believe King Zedekiah stands for these two vessels in this hour who think they're going to Force God's hand to be changed through their words through their prayers through their last-minute decrees wrong trading in the courts of heaven when truly godly people are already separating themselves away from their rebellion So they're already seeing people step away from them that would have been a pretty good indicator to me that something was wrong had that been me that would have been a strong indicator But what Zedekiah found out was that he lost both battles where he led his own sons and leaders into death and then himself into darkness and bondage because he refused to listen to the truth about what God had told him. And again, there's a way that seems right to a man unless you're under an old wineskin or an apparatus of religion, but the end is death. And so it doesn't matter what happens between point A and point Z, point Z is going to happen. So what God did was to have the religious leaders who persecuted Jeremiah to be slain by the enemy where their temple was plundered despite the promises given by the false religious prophets and apostles. Again we have two groups operating right now for prophets and apostles. One is real and one false. So and unfortunately We've had people that were stuck underneath the apparatus of religion and and, um, and they got caught up because of their refusal and their stiff neckness to get free in this hour when God has been telling us all along, you've got to know what, so- what time it is. You've got to know the signs and the times and you've got to know the hour that you live. I'm coming back for a pure, spotless bride. You've got to get cleaned up. I'm not coming back for somebody who looks like they're bushwhacked and looks like they're half dressed. When God's calling you to a five-star meal, it's like the ten virgins were half kept their lamps lit. And then we have what's happening, what I'm saying, is the grouping that got stuck and got pulled back with the false apostles and prophets were the ones who were so caught up in their own fears. And because they didn't get free, they got sucked backwards. They got sucked backwards to a place, place they never meant to be. And so... Again, <clears throat> if you found yourself in that grouping, um, God warned you even during that interim phase where you had godly men and women around you. And they were saying, Don't do that. Don't do that. Some of you in your own families. And they're like, Don't do that. That's not of God. Because God will never, ever lead you down a pathway for you to justify your sin. In His name, thinking, "Oh, this is I'm. This is of God. This is of God. God will not ever lead you to do something like that." He says, "Your battle, the battle is the Lord's, not yours." When you try to force your own way, when love never forces its own way, God says, "Let me unfold a thing. Let me show you." But don't you get involved and try to force this your way? So that's what we're seeing in this hour. We're finding out who's who, and so at present <clears throat> we're walking neck and neck with the enemies of God. Thinking that they're okay because they've all been doing this to God and his sheep for so long but in this season God is moving his true sheep out of the way and out of his own crosshairs as he begins to shoot his arrows at the arrogant those who've been warned they've been warned and warned and the Lord says there are no more warnings judgments already been decreed this reason well, the reason this has happened was because god says i would rather destroy an, my whole city and my whole house you can go read this in the passage rather than have my people sin successfully he's not going to put up with it he's not going to put up with rebellion hey good afternoon everybody i thought you guys had gone to dinner <laughs> early i thought you went to dinner early I actually, I got on here early. I kind of, I think I kind of threw everybody off because I've been so late the last couple of times. So I apologize to you, but thanks for joining me this afternoon. So if you didn't catch just real quick here. Oh, and I'm so glad you're on here, Miss Vega. Our new instructor's on here. You need to go meet Sonia Vega. She's going to be one of our new instructors as we uh, have her lead out um, Monday Night Live. We're going to be opening up Ezekiel's Will to the Public January one. So you're going to want to join us. You're going to want to be there and um come um, find out what EW does. We're going to try to help you get cleaned up as an intercessor and help you find out how to war your way through C2. We always talk to you guys about C2. And we always talk to you about moving out of the old and into the new. But if you want to be an effective intercessor, and I'll just tell you this. I, I learned the pattern from the Lord a long time ago where lord told me he goes if you'll focus on getting cleaned up and getting deliverance and nobody likes that word for some reason it's like they, th- they think that it's like taboo or something i don't know and, and god said if you'll just let me clean you up and clean your heart up and you'll let me pull the flesh off and put myself in you my spirit in you hello you can do all things through christ who strengthens you then you're going to come up in fire power like you've never seen before So the key here is getting free okay And getting out of me and more into him, which means I have to do things a different way if I'm going to continue coming closer to a holy God. Because he doesn't let us just come near him any old way. Hello, that comes back to the conversation about the ten virgins and how five kept their lamps lit, the other five didn't. So it's key. It's really, really key. And we take you through the way we do it with you. I'm not trying to get off track. I'll get back to this in a second. But the way W takes you through the process is we combine it with a lot of different teachings. So it makes it super interesting and it keeps you engaged, but it gets addictive because the freer you get, the more whole you get, the better you feel, the more firepower you get, and you start seeing instant results. So we're super excited to be included. In your journey with that, if you choose to do that. Again, that's going to start January 1. Sonya Vegas is going to be our teacher that you're going to be interacting with. We'll give you the link. I'll be posting it probably next week. We'll start getting the channel set up this weekend, and then I'll be posting the link so you guys can go subscribe. And then you can hopefully join us twice a month, and we'll give you a taste of what we do here at Ezekiel's Will. And if you like it, maybe you'll become a member, and then we can take you into deeper healing, which gets you into super double time fast moving in the spirit. That's part of our calling is to get you moving fast, to get you into position fast, so that God can use you quickly in your regions. But back to the topic at hand. And the Lord says, you know, I know I have to remind some people frequently. But there are a need for frequent reminders in the body of Christ. It's based on Titus 3, 1 through 15. Um, And it's sad, but it's true, because you would think by this point in the ballgame that we're all pretty seasoned enough. We're pretty mature enough in the Lord to know when God is seriously talking to us. I've talked to you guys a little bit before about my dad and talking about how, you know, as a daughter, I knew my dad. I knew there are certain things you didn't say to him because he was head of household. Uh, and we were, we're a Christian family. Our whole family are leaders and stuff. And, um, but I knew there are certain things you didn't say to him, certain lines you never crossed with him because you could get smacked. You could get, you could get clocked. be blunt about it he just didn't tolerate it he was a military man he never hurt me he left we were very very close friends and but there were just certain things i knew not to ever do and 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 i did it one time i pressed it as a 17 year old like a dumb 17 year old that i was but i was grounded imagine that i got grounded and i wanted i hated being grounded absolutely hated being grounded and i went back and he was sitting out in his recliner And I was like, dad, can I, can I please go out with so-and-so tonight and go hang out? And he said, no, (laughs) he just said, no. And I said, but dad, dad, and I just harped on him and harped on him and harped on him. And I was like, can I please? No, no. And I I bet I went to him five times. And on the fifth time, he gritted his teeth and he said, Melissa, Ray, if you don't get your butt out of here, (laughs) he goes, you need to get out of my presence before we have a come to Jesus. And I was just like, oh. Okay. Yes, sir. And So I got out of there <clears throat> because he meant what he said. He said what he meant and he meant what he said. He was a man of his word. And so I knew what was required of me. I knew him well enough at that point in the juncture, obviously, after knowing my dad 17 years, I know him. So for some of us, we've known God out hopefully a long time, right? You've I've, I've been walking with God since I was eight years old. And I'm um, not, not perfectly. I mean, I had my little five-year stint when I went off in rebellion. Some of us have those little things happen to us. But um, we know God well enough now to know when he means business. Would you not agree? So given that, God is always reminding us of what we should be doing because we're citizens of earth while we're walking out our journeys towards heaven. But we shouldn't need to be babysat at this point in the juncture. So, for the mature believer, God's saying, and why should I have to babysit you? Why should I have to watch over you when you know the differences between right and wrong? Or you should, at least, by this point in the ballgame. Yet, because we have people that have chosen to stay stuck in their own ways, those bad choices have led some into bad trading and into compromise in this hour. And it's costing some of them everything everything all of which is going to prove very very costly in the end because we should be the kind of people who remember what god has brought us out of to where we refuse to get caught up in devilish behaviors that throw us back into old lifestyles old ways of thinking we've been out of those ways or hopefully we we should have put those childish ways away a long time ago. Remember the scripture when I was a child, I acted as a child, but now that I become a man or woman of God, I put away all childlike ways. But the problem is is that we have some people who think that they're okay. This and this is the mentality of a lot of people in the body of Christ. They think that they're okay and they're like, I'm okay. I'm I'm 50 something years old or I'm 60 something, 70 something. So I'm 80. And that's sad if that's the case. But they're acting like they're 20 or 15. They're still acting like They're throwing fits, and they're getting mad, and they're getting mad at God, and getting mad when God tells them, I'm doing this, and uh, I'm going this way, and they're getting mad. So they're rebelling like King Zedekiah. And this occurs, actually, when we refuse to acknowledge our own heart conditions, so then we find ourselves heading into deception and out of God's kingdom. And the Lord says, if you surround yourself in this hour, if you're one of those people that surround yourself with yes men, and you know that I'm telling you to do something else, the Lord says, you're not just taking, every, you're not just taking yourself out. You're taking more. You're taking everybody that's in agreement with you out. Down the line of deception. You're taking them out with you. You're all getting judged. Do you understand? A decision's been made. And we live in a time where there are so many yes men who are willing to throw it all away because of their need to be right, instead of allowing and trusting God to lead them into a healthier tomorrow, thinking that they know more than God. When God's already in your tomorrow. When you try to take your times in your own hands, you're beginning to rebel like Zedekiah. You're beginning to think yourself to be your own God. God's like, I'm trying to get my people out from underneath the flesh, not have them digress back into it. But because you've chosen to stay the same, I've given you over to your flesh. I've given you over to your seared conscience. It's part of judgment. But the Lord's saying, this is because so many hearts are so dysfunctional and stuck that they don't even care anymore. Some of them don't even care anymore what God thinks. They think they're okay. They're like, yeah, that's that taking God for granted, that familiarity thing going on. They've gotten too familiar with him. They're so puffed up in pride, which is why God is readying his armies against them. And if you know anything about the Father... He's still going to be good, despite whether you get judged or not. He will always be good. He's always wanting to save us from ourselves, to give us a brighter tomorrow, a brighter future, even in seasons that we don't even understand. But as seasoned warriors, even in those dark places, where you you have choices to make, and this happens. I think this is part of the testings that go on at different levels, to be honest with you. When you find yourself being challenged like oh, well i don't know god is this you is this not of you you know this doesn't make any sense why would you tell me to do this and this and then change your mind about a thing because god doesn't change his mind but sometimes dependent upon our voices he does if we decide to do our own thing he has to bring in another because he's gonna get the job done that's what he says he's god that finishes what he starts and his heart in this hour is to bring all men unto him in truth and all truth we're called to be lovers of truth i've been talking to you about that for a long time so instead in those moments that we're faced to either keep trusting ourselves in our own ways or to trust him knowing that he has the best plan and he knows how to get us there if we'll just step out of our own rebellion so for the mature warriors who are obedient to god in this hour this new separating that you're seeing or this that you're sensing it's going to continue happening It this this filtering i call it a filter a sifter it's a sifter if you will um every year as we go through christ's heart and this doesn't mean you don't know god um god gives us an opportunity every year as we take you through a contraction point one contraction point two contraction point three and contraction point four It's chamber one, two, three, and four. If you want to say you have four chambers, God's got four chambers to his heart. But as we start teaching you about the patterns of God, and we start teaching you how to walk with him through the seasons of his heart, which is a very difficult thing, by the way, That, that circular, that pattern, that cycle, is the cycle that's on the outside of the city of Jerusalem, by the way. You step into the Sheep Gate, and then I think, what is it? We said it was, I forgot what the next gate was, but after that, it's 10 gates that you walk through, but it's actually 12. They just haven't renamed the last two, but it's a, it's a pattern. It's a season that you walk through. Hey, James. And if you don't learn how to walk this season or through these patterns with the Lord and you don't know how to recognize the warfare through the patterns while you're fixing or getting yourself fixed and healed with him. Then you're gonna stay stuck all through your lifetime. And then if you learn the patterns and you know better, and God's like, you know, I've got a, I've got something different. What I, I want to do in this next season, because it's gonna help my people. This this new thing is gonna to help to progress my people faster. And then we're determined, like, no, this is mine. Like a little five year old would do. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not sharing. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. They throw the fit. No. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But if you get stuck in that thing, and sometimes we do, I think these are testings. These are testings. And God's like, you know what? I've got more for you to do. It's just not where you thought it was. It's it's here. It's in this area that he's going to show you and lead you to. But we have so many immature warriors right now they're showing themselves to be very, very immature emotionally because of their refusal to get cleaned up in past seasons. So we're seeing that manifest right now. And we're seeing that those people get caught up in the two groupings of the true apostles and the fake apostles or fake prophets, if you will. And so we're seeing those those people get sifted out. <clears throat> and and I believe as we come forward to the end of the age or the end of the times where we come closer to Christ, you know, you can go as far with Christ as you want. It'll take you as far as you want to go, as far as you want to get cleaned up. The closer you want to walk with Christ, you can, but it will cost you something. You know, it cost the apostles everything, the disciples. It cost them everything, everything. All of them died for their faith because they came so close to love, and they, they just wanted to be near him. They didn't want anything else. They didn't want anything getting in the way of that. And so there's a cost to be paid if you want to walk that closely with him, but you've got to count the cost because it's definitely going to cost you something. But the Lord says this new separating <clears throat> has begun. And just because you sensed yourself go higher doesn't mean things will go better for you. It just means you've either been elevated into promotion or into judgment and That you're one step closer to either. So there is no use in arguing over the matter if you're not listening to God, thinking that you know more than He, because only time will prove whose words are right. But for those truth warriors who've stayed out of the fray of the flesh, Lord says, Your trust in the Lord is all you've allowed yourself to see, so that you don't have time to get caught up in useless arguments. That's what's happening right now, too, with the two groups, the two people groups the fake prophets and apostles versus the true prophets and apostles. The fake ones are arguing because they're caught up in the spirit and the apparatus of religion. So they're arguing over doctrine. They're arguing, and God hates it. If you know anything in the word, go read your Bible. <laughs> go read your Bible. Or Jesus hated when people argued over doctrine. And that's where this persecution is coming from. But for you, those that have been obedient, the Lord says, you have bigger fish to fry, stay focused in this season. So this leads us to Psalms 100 verses 1 through 5. Where the Lord says, judgment, it's not going away. And if you know anything about, thank you, Holy Spirit. um, If you know anything about the month of October, we've talked about it um, as being a month. And I know my friend Chris Carter talks about the month of October as being the month between the serpent side of yourself versus the eagle side of yourself. So if you have chosen to get free, um, free from me or free from you, where you have been obedient in past seasons and I'm not just talking about a little dabble, do you? I'm talking about serious deliverance ministry. You're seeking it out. It's a part of your, a daily regimen kind of a thing. Lord seek, find any hurtful thing in me kind of a thing and take me to deliverance. You know, the, the quick tips of doing that, you get in, In prayer time with the Lord, you have decree partners. You go through deliverance quite often. Um, This is the place right now. Lord is saying, if I can remember what I was saying. I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) He's basically saying right now that you're being faithful to come up higher into that place where your serpent side is being depleted. That's what I was going to say. Thank you, Lord. God just did that for me. Thank you, Lord. But he's, you're getting that serpent fleshly side off of yourself. You're coming deeper into love. And so you're not demanding to stay in your flesh to where you're staying earthbound in an old wineskin. But you're coming higher into love and in the spirit. And it's easy to give lip service to saying you're one way. But then your actions will find you out. What do you do behind the scenes? Does your sin find you out? Or does your love in Christ find you out? Where people see it, that you're really who you say you are, and where your actions match your prayers, they match your words. Everything you're one and the same. You're consistent. You're becoming consistent like Jesus was. So this is what God is judging in this season. So it's not just about judging. By the way, October's not just about a month of judging. Um, <clears throat> judging whether you can come higher. I always tell people because a lot of people misunderstand what the month is for. It's not just, I think it's what is Chevron, Siobhan, the month of Chevron, I think. I've heard one of the other prophets say. Um, but it's its a month where you've got, we've come out of the eye of inspection, which is in like, I think it was in August this year. I want to say the, the ninth of August was in August. And that placement, it's in C2 when you're coming out of C2, where you've hopefully gotten free. You've gone through the washing of the water of the word. And if that didn't work, you went through C2 and you got it burned off of you. Hopefully, (laughs) And, and and hopefully you were inspected to make it through God's eye of inspection to see if you could go higher. When you hit October, the purpose to me of October, there are multiple purposes, actually. It's a month, another final place of inspection to say whether you can come up into the higher dimensions of God's next level for you if you've been obedient and getting the serpent side of you off or the fleshly side of you off or it's a month of judgment and God's saying you can't you got to stop here you got to go around the mountain again got to go around the mountain again it's also a month of testing where you go through hellacious testing and that's what we found out as about four days ago when we were sensing this huge resistance um in the spirit where you're either going to be accepted or disapproved. And either way, even if you feel a release, the only thing that's happened is you've been approved to go higher closer to judgment in this season or into promotion. Okay? So yes, this is a month of judgment. And it's judgment on many different levels, and that doesn't mean you get to do what you think is right in your own eyes. It's God saying, you're being tested to see if you're going to do what I say is right, not what your flesh thinks is right or wants to call right the Lord says you don't get to label right wrong and wrong right you don't get to do what's right in your own eyes the lord says i am god you're not So that's what this month is all about it's a testing ground for your flesh to see if you've gotten rid of more of you and you've obtained more of love which brings us into the topic it says to always remember that everything we do reflects onto christ Everything you do, everything you say, you're a reflection, you're his ambassador of who he is in the earth. Whether you're demanding to stay in your flesh, keeping you earthbound, or coming higher into love in the spirit. And it's easy to give lip service, but then you have to ask yourself sometimes when you're just giving lip service, why you are here? Why are you here? To serve him? or to serve yourself which honestly if you want to ask me the truth about that I think that should be written above all sanctuary doors <clears throat> why are you here why are you here are you just here for what you can get out of this are you here to contribute are you just here to be to suck everybody dry let's just call it what it is are you here to give because it should be a reciprocal relationship you you come to give and you Come to receive, right? That's part of love. That's what love does in healthy relationships. You're not just coming here to suck everybody dry, and then to say, "Hey, thanks a lot. I'll see you next time, and I'll suck, suck the life out of you some more." (laughs) That's sometimes what you feel like with some people. But, but because we talk, we live in a time where sheep and leaders—they've forgotten why they're even serving Christ, and it's not for money. And it's definitely not for numbers the lord says i'm into quality in this hour not quantity i'm here to help my sheep and i'm hoping that i have leaders who are too and if you know anything about truly really living in christ god's not for sale if you're here to make a buck off god with your five giftings then you you're definitely in the wrong place and nor is he in this to help make your pocketbook fat he's in this to help bring all men back to him in this hour he's trying to bring all men and women back to the glory back to his ways they can know the way in which they're to walk because we're living in a time where so many are in the church just to serve themselves instead of being here to serve in love or truth that now God is saying we're not just seeing it here you're seeing it on all seven mountains you're seeing it in government you're seeing it everywhere that's not just the mindset in the church that's the church is just a byproduct of where it's infiltrated and it never should have been that way but the Lord says are you here to serve yourself and are you here to be a true public service or true public servant are you here to serve him because hiding behind your yes men if that's who you are in order to hide your own sin, isn't going to stop God's judgment from falling on your house. Because your sin has already found you out if that's you. And you're not here for the right reasons. And by the way, as I wrap this up today, getting others to agree with you by pretending that God doesn't see your sin isn't going to make the judgment go away. I think that's what amazes me the most. Um, And when I read this next scripture I'm fixing to read to you, it's going to blow your mind because I don't plan these. I don't plan any of these. This is literally, I turn the page every day and I read the next day's reading. And this is what my readings have been the last nine days out of the book of Jeremiah. And so you can, you can brush that off and blow that off if that's you. And if this is a warning for you, and say, ah, that's just her quiet time. That's not what my quiet time's been about. That might be because you're a fake apostle or a fake prophet. <laughs> and so we're seeing that God's already differentiating that, differentiating that. Excuse me. But in this hour, what He's also saying is that <clears throat> I'm here cleaning my people up. I'm here looking for leaders to help clean my people up, not for people just here to make a buck. Off of what I've given them or what I've equipped their vessels to do. That's not why I ever put you in this to begin with, anyway. So if you're in it for money, you totally missed the you've missed the missed the bus. You've totally missed the bus. Which leaves us at Proverbs twenty six eighteen through nineteen today, and it says this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death, is the one who deceives their neighbor and says. Was only kidding. I was only kidding. And what does that mean? Because when I read this today, I thought, wow, that's a great wrap up for this today. This means this for those of you fake prophets and apostles who have gotten caught up in acting like hell behind the scenes and now you're busted, and God says your sin has found you out. The Lord says you've had leaders come to you around you who don't want to stand with you. You've had uh, people, hold on one second. Can y'all grab that please Move. <clears throat> pardon me hold on one second so for those of you who have done this the lord's saying and then you're going to come around and he showed me this is something that some of these leaders were going to do this because they've been busted because what they've tried to do now they realized they were getting behind in the spirit but then they tried to go And steal other people's callings and things like that, where they realized they had been they had been disobedient, so they didn't know how to get new wine. Well, hello, new wine doesn't come unless the grapes have been crushed. You can't have my oil. Go get your own. So that's the first thing. The second thing is is that he showed me the Lord showed me that these people are going to come back after they've been busted because of all these other leaders. Coming in around them saying, uh uh-uh, uh, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not of God. That's not of God. How do I know that? Because He told me and because I've, I've seen it by the Spirit. I'm not stupid. He shows me these things and He showed me that you were going to come in after this and say, oh, I was just kidding. Because you were going to be exposed to all these big leaders. And the Lord says to tell you this today. And I mean this with the utmost of sincerity. There are a few times in my walk that I know that I know that I know that God is talking to me about something. And this is one of those times. God says God's saying there is no going back now. Your sin has found you out. There are no there's no repentance that will save you from the judgment that you've placed yourself into because you've gone too far. And the Lord says, You chose what you chose the whole time that I was warning you to stop. And I had prophet after prophet after prophet coming in warning you. So now you've tried to come in and repent to make good on what you think you're being busted in and then you're going to try to come in and say oh i was only kidding i was only kidding god says i'm not kidding i'm not kidding judgment's at your door and i've already judged you so saith the lord so i'll leave you with that and i hope you guys have a wonderful weekend we've got big fish to fry i'm super excited for the days ahead and uh Why don't you take a walk with me and let's find out what it it offers and see what God's going to do. And so hopefully I'll see you on Tuesday. We'll do the 15 minute rep then. And until then, you go have yourself a great weekend and I will see you the next time we speak. But until then, know that I love you. Bye-bye.